this morning. Let's bless his name and appreciate him. Father, we thank you. Be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. And so, Father, bless your people this morning. Let your name be glorified. Let today be a joyful service. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the church said the loudest, Amen. Please, we shake at least 10 people very well. You leave your comfort zone and shake. Please, uh -huh, that's where I want it. Make sure you shake. Don't look dull about it. Let's do it well, please. Move around. Leave your seat and shake at least 10 people. It's a good thing to welcome people into the house of the Lord. We appreciate you. God bless you. You are beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wonderful people of God. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 and amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. You can be seated in his presence. You are blessed. We love you. We appreciate you. You are all welcome. Hallelujah. We welcome all of you to church. And we welcome Professor Jerome and his wife back to Nigeria. <laughs> the land of the living. The state of the living spring. This is where it is happening. You are welcome back home. No place like home. Praise God. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Chapter 12. Hebrew chapter 12. Verse 15. If you are there, Hebrew chapter 12, verse 15. Let's look at Hebrew chapter 12, verse 15. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, thereby many be defied. I pray that the joy of the Lord will forever be your strength. You will not fall out of the grace of God. The grace of God will make you to laugh in the name of Jesus. Anointing for laughter and joy. Looking diligently. Looking diligently. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 31 and 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Lord, fill us with laughter. Fill us with joy. Remove every seed of bitterness. Let your name be glorified. Let your anointing heal everyone here this morning. Let your blessing be read to all. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayer. What are the things that guarantee joy in the body of Christ? Number one is the forgiveness of our sin. Don't allow your past to put you down or to discourage you. Jesus has come to give you the gift of righteousness. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He made him sin. Who knew no sin? So that we can become the righteousness of God 
in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 4 verse 7 and 8. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord has forgiven his iniquity. Blessed are they whose iniquity are forgiven. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Forgiveness of sin guarantee joy. In Genesis chapter 45, verse 4 and 5, the Bible says when Joseph revealed himself to his brother, they could not move near him. Why? Because they knew they were not worthy to move near him. They have done a lot of things against him. Joseph said unto his brethren, let's read from verse 3. Let's read from verse 3. From verse 3. Okay. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him. For they were troubled at his presence. And that translation says they were afraid. Another one says they were frightened. Another one says when they know that it was Joseph, they were fearful. Very fearful of him. That's what happened today. When the name of God is mentioned. Even everywhere in every church, is people are afraid to sit very near the church front. It's not because of the found. Some say, me if you small People learn to put a distance between themselves and God. But after he said, I'm Joseph, does my father yet live? And they were troubled. The next verse in verse 4, he said, Come near to me. Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. And they were afraid again. But look at verse 5. Verse 5, look at verse 5. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourself, that you sold me either, for God did send me before you. to And you know that he meant it. I've preached about this verse every time. Even when their father died, they see us, forgive us. He said, ah, am I God? I have told you, it was God that used you to send me here. That means he truly forgave them. Forgiveness is what guarantees joy. If you receive divine forgiveness from God, you'll be gentle on other human beings on the heart. If you receive forgiveness from God, you will not be carrying guilty conscience everywhere. There are so many people that have been forgiven, but their past mistake will not allow them to live. Please, receive divine forgiveness from the Lord because that is what guarantees joy from God. In John chapter 8, verse 11, Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you, but go and say no more. In other words, Jesus is forgiving this woman and at the same time, cleansing her from her sin. Jesus is not going to the detail or how did the adultery happen? How many men have you slept with? When last did you sleep with another man? How did they catch you? Did you not close the window? If it's urban interview, that's the kind of thing we do. We say, to hear very well, we want to go deep. Go deeper, Papa. Jesus will not go deep on anybody's sin. But when it comes to forgiveness, Jesus will go deeper. Jesus knows how to forgive because he knows that forgiveness is wound. I have discovered in life, and I'm telling you this, the older we grow, 
the more difficult we find it to ask for forgiveness. So the best way to live is to give him forgiveness when you don't ask for it. Please get it from me. When we are claiming who is right, everybody has a right to claim something that is right. Whether you're a wife or a husband, but it's my husband that forgive that offended me. He should say sorry first. If he will not say sorry, I will not say sorry. My friend, <laughs> the race of joy is a race of forgiveness. The easiest way to live a life of joy is to receive forgiveness from God and to give forgiveness to those who that will not even ask for it. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. When Jesus entered the house, the power of God was present to him. There was a man that was brought from the ceiling to see Jesus. He was brought, you know, from the ceiling. They opened the ceiling for him to see Jesus. When Jesus saw him, Jesus did not say, confess first. Jesus said, son, all your sins are forgiven you. And it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there was Pharisees and doctors of the Lord sitting by, which were come out of the every town of Galilee and Judah and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to them. Verse 18. Verse 18. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in to lay him before him. Verse 19. Verse 19. And when they could not find by which way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling which, which is coached into the, into the midst of Jesus, before Jesus. Verse 20. And when he saw their faith, what did he say? He said unto him, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Let me tell your neighbor, say your sins are forgiven you. I'm quoting the Bible. You can't be happy until you know that God has power to forgive you your sin and to erase you, erase every evil past mistake you have done. You can never be happy. Because the devil will always play the guilty card before you all the time. And you know the moment you feel guilty, you will not feel bold to pray to God. It's only the righteous that has bold as lion. Romans chapter 6 verse 14, the devil says, Sin shall therefore not have what? Dominion over you. You are under what? You are under the waterfall of divine forgiveness every day. See, we not hold you down. Guilty conscience, we not hold you down. God is constantly forgiving you. You are under the New Testament where forgiveness is easy because of Jesus. He paid the price for your sin. Daniel chapter 9 verse 24. Prophesy about the coming of Jesus. Look at Daniel chapter 9 verse 24. Seventy weeks are determined upon the people and upon the holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make a consolation for iniquity and to bring in, bring in, this is the ministry of Jesus, everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. God says when Christ shall come, he will bring in everlasting righteousness. So you must have righteousness, consciousness, because your sins are forgiven. I see some of you, maybe because you are just joining the church for the first time, you are so preoccupied with your sin. Anytime you want to pray, say, ah, so that God will answer. And you are conscious of sin to the extent that 
you cannot even pray the prayer of the righteous. The righteous pray both prayers. They don't pray weak prayer. The effectual, fervent prayer. Both prayer of the righteous man. What does he do? Produces much power. That's how Amplified put it. When you believe that you are righteous or your sins are forgiven and you pray, your prayer receives speedy answer. That's why some people, if they just touch you, because of the consciousness of their righteousness and calling, miracle just happen in your body. And they walk with that audacity of the righteousness of Jesus. He made him sin, wouldn't he know sin, so that we can have everlasting righteousness with God. Say, I receive divine forgiveness. I will not allow my past mistake to discourage me or to pull me down. I will enjoy the waterfall of God's forgiveness. Say amen loud and clear. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 27. Luke chapter 7 verse 47. John chapter, first John chapter 2 verse 12. Let me see. <laughs> Who needed not daily? This is Jesus. As those high priests to offer up sacrifice. First for his own sin and then for the people's sin. For this he did once when he offered up himself. Jesus offered up himself once for the remission of our sin. Every year they go to the holies of holy for the remission of mercy. They will offer one for themselves and offer one for the people. But Jesus offered himself once for our sin. So we can receive complete forgiveness of sin, assurance of forgiveness of sin. So don't let the devil cheat you. If you have given your life to Christ, you have received also the gift of righteousness from God. And that's what gives you boldness and joy in life. Men that feel that they are forgiven of their sins, they are truly happy. Psalm 103 verse 1 and 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget his benefit. Number one benefit is what? Who forgives all your iniquity. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget all, all his benefits. Number one benefit. Who forgives all thy sins? Why will you carry the weight of sin all over? You are always thinking about your past mistake, your past deed. How then do you think you are going to be true? That's why time, the church is filled with moody people. Because anytime we come to church like this, at times it's a reminder of our past mistake. Do you love God? Do you give to God? Did you fast? Have you done this? Are you holy? Are you, are you time scam? Are you not time scam? Are you? That's what we remind ourselves. We remind ourselves of our iniquity. And when they come to church, they come so quiet. But let them go to party. Tori Ramos and Sako. They begin to dance. Because <laughs> it seems that the the church is a cold place. Outside the church is a party place. That's not the way it should be. The church is a place of divine forgiveness. In your presence is the fullness of joy at your right hand. There are what? This should be the place you should be happy. It should be a place where you should be joyful. If you believe that God has forgiven you, why are you scared of coming to church? If you believe that God is on your side, why are you scared? He said, come near to me. Forget what you have done against me. 
It is not you that did it to me. It was God that used you to send me here to preserve life. I have forgiven you and I have forgiven you completely. That was number one thing that gave birth to joy. Luke chapter 7 verse 47. Luke chapter 7 verse 47. Maybe I go to the next one after this. Luke chapter 7 verse 47. Put it there. Luke 7 47. Whoever Wherefore, or therefore, I say unto thee, as sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. You see, there is no sin that is little. But the more you know the importance of forgiveness, the more you love God. Somebody said, and I believe him, the only danger of forgiveness is that you love God more. If you know you are not worthy and God has forgiven you your sin, you will love God more. <laughs> I share a story about a man that was involved in armed robbery and he was caught and he killed somebody. And in the prison in Lagos, Nigeria, not a broad story, in Lagos, he's preaching all over now. He gave his life to Christ because you didn't like students went to preach. He said he developed a threat against God and somehow, somehow he became a bad boy. Joined armed robbery, did the man of things, killed people. And he gave his life to Christ. Come long story short, in the prison. And they took him to the court. He said now that he has given his life to Christ, he cannot say that he's not guilty. He knows that he's guilty. He does not know the implication of saying that he's guilty. So the judge asked him, have you heard all the charges against you? Guilty or not guilty? He said guilty, sir. Are you sure you are going to say I'm guilty? Do you have any sense to say? I say, I don't know what to say. They say, we are done the case. So he said, each time they want to bring his case out, they'll be thinking. The lawyer will say, but this case is bad. Even if you are guilty, nobody says he's guilty. You should allow us to say you are not guilty. And dabaru, 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 you, know, you know the lawyer now. You know, say, Why should you say you are guilty? This is a very bad case. He said, they'll bring him out. they bring him in. they bring him out. they bring him in. One day, he was praying to God. And he said, if truly you die for sins and you are forgiving me my sin, give me a second chance and I will preach the gospel. I will love you all my life. I know you have heard his story. You must have read about his story. He said, he prayed in that prison. And the last day they were taking him to court, they said he should carry all his bags. And he was the only person they were carrying with Black Maria. And they told him the day they are going to execute you, kill you, you'll be the only person. They will ask you to carry all your belongings because you are never going to come back. He said the devil told him, today you are going to die. He said they have also told him, the day you see the judge wearing red, that is the death penalty for you. He said he was in the court. He held his Bible so tightly. He said now he has been preaching because he has told God I want to preach. He has been preaching in the, in the, in the, in the temple. He held his Bible so tightly. They have been calling him pastor. And the judge started reading the statement. He felt fearful. But all of a sudden, he saw a bright light enter the prison. The bright light turned to like an human being, like Jesus. He walked in gently and told him, my son, you will not die. But promise me, you are going to preach my word. He said, he went over the judge as he was writing. I could see him. 
he tap him and whisper into his ear. <laughs> the soul of a king and chief belong to God. He said, the judge just lifted his face like this. He said, prosecutor, don't you think we should give this boy a second chance? And the one that was supposed to prosecute him, the lawyer stood and said, I think so, Lord. And he said, discharge and acquit him. He said he was so happy that with his chain, he wanted to run out. Then the judge called him and said, lose him and let him go. You must have heard about his story. You cannot be completely free until your sins are forgiven. And once you know the gravity of your forgiveness, you will be happy. People are not happy in church because they say, I was born righteous. So, I love Jesus, so that's why I gave my life to Christ. But see somebody that has been destined to die, and the Lord now rescued the person. You will see how that person will be excited and happy to serve God. I pray you appreciate the gift of forgiveness. Divine forgiveness is what guarantees joy in life. If you know how much damage sin can do, and where sin is taking you, and you have given your life to Christ, every day you will rejoice that he has made you righteous. You will appreciate him, and you serve him more. Number one thing that guarantees joy and laughter is forgiveness of sin. Number two thing that guarantees joy and laughter is to know the authority and the glory of Jesus. What we need to know in the body of Christ today is a great revelation of the authority of Jesus. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, and I look at it this way. Most of the time when you walk, watch Igbo film, Igbo, Igbo Kweno. Do we have Igbo people in the church here? Okay. Do we have them? Okay. <laughs> when you watch Igbo film, what you see is the story of love. Am I right? Majority of their film center on love. When you watch Yoruba film, center on what? Again, God now. Water. Kajoli spirit. That sacrifice. There is no when you talk to African magic. That is center on juju. You never twin them on. You just say, ah, Africa magic. Africa magic, you know, you always a At times, you have an imagination when you watch all these things that devil is that powerful. That's what they preach. People also do some, uh, all these, uh, some, I don't. But you know, majority of their film is centered on reasoning, on love, on toasting. On, that's what it's centered on. But majority of you, uh, uh, you must have stepmother. The stepmother must do you. You must go to the river. Because that is it's all centered on Juju. And these are the things that amplify or glorify darkness to the extent that in everybody's conscience and belief, there is a system that is telling them that the devil is powerful unknowingly. That is the truth. Even bricklayers, 
Even Bridget, I was, I was inspecting what they were doing in the school. The other day. I said, ah, daddy, ah, you know, I've never been to the school. 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 I've never been to that is the kind of testimony that we hear. But when it comes to the authority of God, the glory of God, the power of God, we know nothing about it. Even in the church these days, devil is being glorified. Even in the church. In the church. Because they lack, the church lacks revelation of the glory of Jesus and the authority Matthew chapter 8 verse 8 to 10 the centurion said I am not worthy for you to come into my house speak your word only and my servant will be made whole not that he has faith in the world but he has faith in Jesus authority the centurion answered and said Lord I am not worthy that that should come under my roof but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed why verse 9 look at verse 9 Verse 9, put on verse 9. Verse 9, what did he say? For I'm a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go. And he goes. And to the other, come. And he come. And to my servant, do this. Because of authority. And he doeth it. Uh-huh. What will happen? Verse 10. Verse 10. When Jesus had it, he marveled and said to them that follow, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in his strength. What gave this man great faith? He knew the authority and the power of Jesus. The more you know about his authority and his power, the more joyful you are going to become in life. Most people that come to church don't know about the power of Jesus at all and what he can do. I was using the Bible verse they give us today under this translation. In John 11, I think verse 20, Jesus Christ said, I'm the one that have authority over death. I can command death to stop. I can command life to come. Anyone that believes in me will not die. Even if he die, he will live again. He said, do you believe this? He told Martha, I have authority. I have power over death. When we are exposed to the power and the authority of Jesus, we will have joy. We will know that we are not defenseless. I was reading a story, one of the book. One of the book that tell us that God is still alive. God is living. That we are not serving a dead God. He said, a young man went to his village. And he was pressed. He wanted to urinate. And he looked for a corner. He started urinating. I was start shouting, hey, hey, hey. He said, what is happening? He has started urinating. He can't stop. So he finished urinating. And a large number gathered around. He said, don't you know you are urinating on our God? He said, ah, ah, why should your God not talk? <laughs> Even if it's a bed, I'm urinating on. With the bed, not run. Ah, ah. And you are serving a God that I'm urinating on. And he cannot talk. <laughs> and you are worshiping a God that I'm urinating on. They, might, they, they start looking at him like this. Don't you know this is where we do our worship? You are urinating on our God now. And he left the place. But we are not serving a dead God. We are serving a living God. We are serving a mighty God. We are serving a powerful God. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 to 31. Have you not known? 
have you not heard? They have everlasting God. The God of the whole universe fainteth not. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28. Neither is he weary. He giveth power. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the creator of the hands of the earth, fainteth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Verse 29. Quickly, quickly, quickly. The powerful God, he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no strength. Increased strength. Verse 30. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait on the Lord. What happened to them? The more you know about his glory, his power, and his authority, the happy you become. And I pray you become happy in Jesus' name. In Luke chapter 10, verse 17 to 19, Jesus said to his disciples, I see devil falling before you like lightning. Look at what he said. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. And the 17 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devil, the devils, are subject unto us through your name. Verse 18. Verse 18. Look at verse 18. Talking about his authority. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. I pray for you this week. Devil will fall before you. Like nineteen, it will fall. Like nothing, it will fall. Say amen three times. Okay, when coronavirus started, people said, this is the thing that will wipe the whole world. That, ah, we don't know whether it's a spirit that is going around, whether it's, one of our men of God said, the coronavirus will head like a malaria. We just do but we not see that. They say it's a lie. But where is coronavirus today? <laughs> we have a mighty God. That same mighty God will work for you in Jesus' name. One of the things that make the Israelites happy was the glory and the authority Pharaoh gave to Joseph. When authority and power is on your side, you are going to be happy. When you know Jesus that loves you is a powerful Jesus, it's not a demi demi Jesus or a Jesus of a showroom that cannot do anything, you become very happy. When you know that when you call upon his name, he will answer, you become very happy. When you know the power of Jesus, you'll be truly happy. It is the power of Jesus that gives you joy. Luke chapter 19, verse 37. Okay, let's read verse 19 here first. Verse 19. Verse 19. Luke 10, 19. Quickly. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and overhaul. I can't hear you. How many? I have preached this before. Because I see some of you are still afraid of witches and wizards, afraid of uh, cockroach, afraid of signs, afraid of cobwebs. Some of you, when you wake up in the morning and see what cobweb, what you are in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, ha, ha, cobweb. Some of you, even, even if you knock your feet against the stone, it has many. It has many. Ah, but if I say, come here, brother, continue. Me, Oloma. I know you read signs because you believe all those signs are more powerful than God. In fact, some of you believe in your dream more than the Bible. You come to church, but your dream means a lot to you. When you dream something, you say, Ah, I love this monster. You don't know that your dream is under you. You are more powerful than your dream. That's why you dream. And the word of God is above your dream. All these local, local signs. He said, I have given you power to tread on serpent and scorpion. 
and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means I can't hear you I can't hear you nothing shall by any means do what say hurt me say nothing will hurt me I know the authority of Jesus the authority of Jesus is on my side his victory is my victory and I'll be happy throughout life in the name of Jesus listen to me if something is happening to you that you don't like you speak with authority I don't like this thing and it will stop it will obey you because he said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him you must know about the authority of the one that you are following you must know about his power Acts chapter 3 verses 1 to 8. Peter and John went to the holy temple to, to pray. And they saw a man that was born lame. And he was looking at them to receive something. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But what I have, I give unto you. The authority that I have to use his name, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And lifted him up and the man walked. Okay, somebody said, eh, eh, but I have not been able to raise the lame now. You can raise your purse. The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, pause, be free. Ah, you can use the name of Jesus to produce signs and wonders. These signs shall follow them that believe. Miracle will follow you in Jesus' name. Amen. The man started working. He gave them something because he has authority. And it's following the God that has authority. Are you there now? Okay, let's read Luke chapter 19, verse 37. And Job chapter 36, verse 5. Okay. Luke chapter 37. Luke 19, 37. Put on 37. Let me start 7. And when it was come nigh, even unto the descent of the Mount of Olive, the woman of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty work that they had seen. May you see mighty work in Christ. May the Lord expose you to mighty signs mighty miracles mighty deliverance mighty hand of god in the mighty name of jesus may your life not be empty of miracles Amen. hallelujah that's what we are saying if you are sick today may the lord show you mighty signs Amen. the bible they say they rejoice when they saw the mighty miracles that he has wrought raise your hands to heaven say father i need a miracle High and the sun that the Lord has given unto me, we are for signs and wonders. Let this week be loaded with miracle, with answer to prayer, with fulfillment, with joy in the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Okay, Job 36, verse 5. Job 36, verse 5. Talking about the mightiness of God, Joseph said, Go to my father and tell him about my authority and glory. The more we have revelation about the glory of Jesus, the more happy we become. You are just driving and you remember the power of Jesus. You'll be happy. But if you are driving or you are taking your bath in the bedroom and you, the devil tell you that I'm the one that killed your uncle, you'll be fearful. He said, after I kill your uncle, I kill your sister. After I kill your sister, I kill your younger one. Don't you know? Uh, one day, then you become afraid. But when the Lord reveals his glory and power to you, you become very happy. You know and you know for sure that you are in a safe hand. Let me tell your neighbor, you are in a safe hand. Say, the God that you serve is mighty and he will save you. 
Behold, God is mighty and despiseth not any. He is mighty in strength and wisdom. Let me tell you, neighbor, say, God is mighty. Say, God is mighty. Okay, I want to read Psalm chapter 10, verse 17, and Taromi 11, 1 and 2. I want to see what he's talking about. So that you not know, despise his glory. You can only be happy when you know about the mightiness of God. That's why I love testimony. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17. Deuteronomy 11, 1 to 2. Are we there? For the Lord your God is God of gods. Who is the Lord your God? Your God of gods and the Lord of what? A great God. A mighty God. A terrible God. That regarded not person, not take it reward. Somebody shout amen. amen. Say the Lord my God is the God of gods. The Lord of laws, the mighty God, the ancient of days. Come and shout amen. amen. What am I saying this morning? You must be exposed to his wonders. One of the testimony I was listening to, a, a bandit entered one of our brother's house, a Christian brother, in Kaduna. And they asked him in the middle of the night, they said, we are not going to kidnap you. You just want to renounce Jesus or we kill you. He said, I cannot. If I die, I die. But I've also read his story. He's online. It's all, all the can something. And they shot him in the neck. Around 3 a.m. And they left him. All the people ran away. But when it was going to be like 5 a.m., people came and carried him to the hospital. Two things happened. They discovered his blood pressure did not rise. And I was not dead. He said he was shocked that he was still alive. And he recovered. And the doctor said, this must be the power of God. He recovered fully. Anytime we are talking about divine intervention... We are talking about the extraordinary act of God. And if you have seen it in your life before, you be, believe that God is mighty. You believe that God is mighty. The more you see his authority and power, the more you'll be rejoicing from within. You know the devil cannot kill you. The Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of love, a great God, a mighty God. One of the name of Jesus when it was given to us is Almighty. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his soldier. He shall be called Wonderful. He shall be called Counselor. He shall be called the Mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Before you can be called the prince of peace, you must be mighty. <laughs> you can't enforce peace without strength. He's a mighty God. So you have to be exposed to the mightiness and the glory of God. That's one of the things that gives you joy. If you know your, your half-brother or your senior brother or your twin brother is powerful in government right now. Is powerful. And they know you are behind the same name. 
Even your name will carry respect. Is that not true? It will carry respect now. Your name will carry respect. One of our students joined army. One of the final year students went for this six-month course. He joined army. And he came back with his camouflage to the office. And I said, how do I feel? He said, I feel humble. But the clothes, they carry respect. He said he was waiting, wait, uh, waving cars to carry him on a lift. And some army boys were passing. And you know, they always harass anyone that is wearing their uniform without uh, being an army officer. So they stop. About four of them stop. They say, are you fake or original? Then he said something, show them the thing, the battalion is in. Just then see student patrio. That just join me. He said, they say we oh, yeah, enter the car. They carry him. You can't be begging for a ride here. You belong to us. They carry him to Shubu here and they drop him. When you know that you are following somebody that carry authority, influence, and prestige, you'll be happy. He was very happy. He said, Daddy, it's not about the salary. It is the prestige. And he was telling us about the trouble they make in some places. Just say, every so, so, they just begin to fight. They disappear. <laughs> you know the way they have behave now. He said, It is the prestige. The glory that I'm wearing something that is carrying authority. It's carrying authority. So you must know about the authority of Jesus. And that authority we make you happy for the rest of your life in Jesus' name. Say, I am serving a living God. I can't hear you. I am not serving a dead God. I'm serving the almighty, the all-powerful, the king of kings, the God of gods, the Lord of laws. That same Lord is almighty and will save me. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. Let's read it. I'm talking about your revelation about the power of God. So dwell on the authority and the glory of God so that you can be happy. Therefore, thou shalt love thy God and keep his charge and his statue and his judgment and his commandment always. Why? Verse 2. And know ye this day, for I speak not with your children, which have not known and which have not seen, the chastisement of the Lord your God is greatness, his mighty hand, and his stretched out arm. He said, you will love your, your Lord your God. But I'm not speaking to children, no. Children that have not seen the power of God don't love God. That's why even my children, I will, tell, I will ask them, tell me your testimony. Because it is difficult to ask children to follow God that they don't know. He said, I'm not speaking to your children that have not seen the hand of God. The mightiness of God. The miracles of God. The deliverance of God. When you ask somebody that have not seen the hand of God to serve God, we say, serve God for what? What has he done for me? So I, I kind of record every testimony that my children are having as they grow up. Anytime I want to preach to them, I remind them of their testimony. Remember at a particular time like this, when you are mature, something like this happened to you. You pray and God deliver you. Remember at this crossroad, God help you. Remember, I'm speaking to you about God because God has been mighty in your life. Message clear, message easy. And they will now think back, it is true. 
It is not the God of my daddy alone that is mighty. My God is almighty. And as many of you that have seen the power of God, you will love the Lord your God with all your strength, with all your soul. Because you have seen the deliverance of God in your life. If you have ever escaped death, it's an opportunity for you to love God. I know that the Lord your God is mighty. It's mighty. It's mighty. Nobody should be able to deceive you about your experience. If you've ever seen the hand of God in your life, you are going to worship him. It is the mightiness of God, the glory of God, the authority of God, the power of God that gives us joy in life. You know, you are serving a God that answers prayer. Not by luck, not by chance. Not by luck, not by chance. And you know this day, for I'm not, I'm, for I speak not with your children, which have not known, which have not seen. The chastisement is greatness, is might and, and I will deliver you in Egypt. If you have not seen the power of God, you are a baby. Sit down. We can't encourage you to give. You have not seen anything yet. Sit down until you see how mighty God is. When you see the mightiness of God, you will serve God and you are going to love him. Somebody shout amen. amen. The authority and glory of Jesus will give you joy in life. Number three thing that gives you joy in life and you all know it is the provision of Jesus. Everybody wants increase. So when God blesses you, you are happy. You want to be happy, you ask for blessing. When blessing comes, you are happy. When you don't lack, when you don't have money, you are sad. Why? Because inside every man is a desire for provision and increase. Inside everybody. And that's why Jesus most time, he reaches people through blessing. And some people say, why are you talking about blessing? God knows that you need it. You cannot deny it. God knows that when he does something wonderful for you, you'll be happy. You are not the only person. The woman beside the well that was trying to fetch water, Jesus said, I will give you another water. you never be thirsty again. What was the next prayer point? Give me that water. Give me is our prayer in church. Ah, Give me. You remember Jabez? He prayed that God might bless him and God bless him. Okay, what about this one? Genesis 45, verse 27. When the father saw the provision that Joseph has sent, the Bible says his spirit revived. He became strong again. Provision can bring revival. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying now? Genesis, Genesis 45, verse 27. And they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons, which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. And that translation says, he felt strong again. His weaknesses disappear when he saw the provision. Every blessing that will give you joy, the Lord will bring it your way. If your amen is sincere, the blessing will come faster. I don't like people when they are religious. They will need something. They will present as if they don't need it. Some times ago, permit me to share this. Some years back, I was still a very, very young pastor. I went to a pastor's program and he said, when we come to do program for you, we will not take offering. We don't take any offering. We are just doing the work of God. I say, this is a wonderful man of God. He came, no offering. Not my church, I just went under him. The next day, I saw my pastor driving around. Uh, I said, ah, Papa, don't need to go. <laughs> he said, no, no, I'm not down. 
my pastor then. I will mention his name. Say, oh yeah. I said, no, 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 our pastor, this is not good. That's his rubbish now. He's already told us that uh, I mean, did I get it right? Back me. I'll be what? Back me. Back Okay, back I say, so <laughs> let's leave it. And they were now raising more than the offering at the back door. That's a religion. You know, religion will make you to be hypocritical. What you need, you'll be pretending as if you don't need it. That's what religion does. When the father saw the cart that Joseph had sent to carry him and all the provision, Jacob felt stronger again. There's a revival that comes with provision. When God blesses you, you are happy. I know there are some people that don't love God. Anytime God blesses them, they move away from church. They say, hey, I have meat, I have chicken, I have turkey. But there are some people when they are genuinely blessed, and I believe you are one of them, they will move back to God to thank him. How many of you will do that? Okay. <laughs> John chapter 21 verse 6. When Jesus blessed his disciples, they say it must be Jesus. People that love Jesus, when they see genuine blessing, they will worship him for the blessing. Look at it. John 21 verse 6. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and you shall find. And they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Verse 7. Verse 7. Look at verse 7. Therefore the disciple whom Jesus loved. Who is that person? John. Said unto Peter, it is the Lord. Every genuine blessing come from the Lord. Receive genuine provision today. You know the beautiful thing here? Now when Simon had it, that was the Lord. He got his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked and did cast himself onto the sea. Start swimming to meet Jesus. When he got there, he met Jesus. He has fried fish for them. Not even the one that they caught to. And he said, children, come and eat. God is a provider. Whatever represents your need here today before God, may the Lord provide for you. Are you saying amen very well? Are you saying amen here very well? The Lord said, I should say to you that we do a new thing. It will bless you again. The blessing will spring forth. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says, Shall you not know it? I will make a way for you in the wilderness. Remember ye not the former things. Remember not the lack of the past. Neither consider the things of old. Verse 19, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now is I spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That is provision. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, this may look like a desert land. Oshoku may look like a desert city. Lord, make a way for me. Make a, God can make a way. Where there seems to be no way. He said, I will provide water in the desert. Lord, in a hard soil, provide for me. It does not matter what the economy look like. Lord, bless me in the name of Jesus. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Are you praying for the blessing? Go ahead and pray for the blessing. Yes, Lord. Do it for me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Read this and put it in your notes. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Let them say continually, Let the Lord be magnified. Which at what? I can't hear you. 
What makes you shout for joy is when you know that God has pleasure in your prosperity. Let me turn to your neighbor. Say, God has pleasure in my prosperity. So I refuse to be poor. I will enjoy divine provision. It will provide for all my need in the mighty name of Jesus. When provision is available, there is merriment. When provision is available, there is music. When provision is available, there is joy. Without provision, there is no celebration. Eh? When you say, Move it, darling, what is it? Say it, 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 Everybody know that provision is what leads to celebration. And celebration give back to joy. Enjoy divine provision in Jesus' name. Yes. Psalm chapter 5 verse 12. Surely the Lord will bless the righteous. Say the Lord will bless me. Some of you are not saying it. Oh. Do you love provision? Say the Lord will bless me. I can't hear you. Say it will surround me with favor like a sheet. If you are favored by the Lord, you enjoy provision. Joseph enjoyed provision every time of his life. He was in Potiphar's house. He was blessed because God was with him. Favor was with him. He was thrown into the prison. God was with him. He had provision. The jailer made him the captain. And it was dissolved food. It was transferred from the prison to the palace. He had provision. He said, come to me and I will give you food so that you will not go to poverty. Without provision, you will go into poverty. Genesis 45, verse 8 to 10. Come to me and I will provide for you so that you will not come to poverty. I pray you will not come to poverty in Jesus' name. So now, it was not you that sent me either, but God and he had made me a father to Pharaoh, authority, lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Verse 9. Look at verse 9. Hasty and go up to my father and say unto him, Thus says thy son Joseph, God had made me lord over all Egypt. Come unto me and tarry not. Verse 10. Thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen. Thou shalt be near unto me. And thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy ass, and all that thou hast. Verse 11. Verse 11, there I will provide for you. For yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. Say, I refuse to be poor. Let me read it here. Put it here. Let me read it here very well. I will take care of you there. I will give food to you because there will be five more years of famine. If you do not come here, you and all your family and servants will become very poor. Poverty comes when you lack basic amenities of life. You lack water. You lack good shelter. You lack good food. Then poverty is coming small, small, small. The prodigal boy returned back to the father. Not because he wanted to be holy. The prodigal boy returned back to the father because he was hungry. And he knew there is provision with the father. Where there is no provision, there is no joy. Have you not heard? He said, Giri, Giri, Dili, and Joffe. 
eh? And John Vesekini. You know it. So provision guarantee joy. That's why I pray for you this Sunday. You will not lack provision. Everything you need to enjoy your life, the Lord will provide it for you. Be it job, be it material blessing, be it favor, be it resources. Anything that will make you shine, the Lord will give it to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody said, without shoe, there is no celebration. I said, you are wrong. It's without provision, there is no celebration. Party is not complete without celebration. Without provision. It is provision that guarantees joy. These are the three things that give back to laughter and joy. Provision, authority, and forgiveness of sin. That's about your faith. And I want you to pray for those three things in your life. No, you have to say, these are the things that I need. Lord, do it for me. I want to love this month. Lord, provide for my need. My God shall supply for all your needs according to his riches in glory. He's a provider. Do you need job? Do you need contact? Do you need help? Do you need blessing? Go ahead and tell God and say, Lord, provide for all my need and bless me. Bless even me. Somebody say, you are praying for blessing too much. It's because I want to celebrate. When God blesses me, I will celebrate. Don't let me lack any good things of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is true that money cannot give you complete joy. But money or provision from heaven will give you fulfillment. We help you to purchase something that will bless you. If you are not praying, you don't need it. If you pray, it's a sign that you need it. Lord, provide for my need. Don't let me do any lack. Let me enjoy your provision. In the name of Jesus. I need help from above. Lord, help me. Help me to enjoy your provision. This week, provide for my need. The young lion, they do lack. And suffer hunger. They that trust the Lord will not lack any good things. I will not lack any good things of life. I receive grace to enjoy adequate provision for this journey, Lord. I receive grace for adequate provision. When you pray, God here. If it matters to you, it matters to God. I don't want you to be religious this morning. Whatever you need, cast it unto the Lord and we answer it. Lord, provide for me. Lord, provide for me. When you provide for me, I will serve you. I will love you all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus. Anointed for joy and laughter. Lord, let there be a way for me in the wilderness. Let there be a way for me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Hallelujah. Open your eyes. When you get home, you are still going to pray it because God is your only Father that provides. God, make a way for me. Lord, answer my prayer. Tell him, let him hear. And we answer you this week in Jesus' name. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, open my eyes to know more about your authority and your power and your glory. Reveal your glory to me. I want to see your glory in the name of Jesus. When you see the God that you serve, you'll be very happy. Lord, open my eyes to see your authority, to see your power, to know your glory, to see your beauty. Some people are in church, but they never see the glory of the Lord. They are just religious. I want to see your glory. I want to see your power. Lord, help me to see your glory. Help me to see your authority. 
Help you to see your power. The more of his glory you see, the more joy you have. I want to see the glory of the Lord. I want to see the power of the Lord. I want to see the glory of the Lord. I want to see the authority of God over the affairs of men. Lord, let me know it. Let me know it. So that I may love you and serve you the more. Let me know your authority and your power. Let me know your authority and your power. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. You see, one of the things that causes men to give their life to Christ is when they see the power of God. Provision, power, and, for, and forgive, forgiveness. You know, at times when you don't know how powerful God is, you'll be relating God with an idol. God is not an idol. He's able to save and to deliver you. Raise your right hand to heaven. Confess after me, I know you are powerful. Let your mighty hand protect me and give me victory throughout this year in the name of Jesus. Pray very well. I know you are powerful. There's nothing you can't do. It does not matter what the enemy is saying or doing to me. It does not matter where the arrow is coming. Let your power protect me. Let your power help me. Let your power save me. Let your power help me. Go ahead and pray to him. I know you are powerful. You are God of gods. You are Lord of lords. You are the almighty. You are the ancient of days. Let your power, let it protect me and help me. Say it very well. Say it very well. Don't be afraid of anybody to say it. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now your two hands to heaven like a priest. Raise it as if you are praying for somebody. Say, all my sins, they are forgiven because of Jesus. I am righteous. Because of the righteousness of Jesus, I receive all the blessing of the righteous. Therefore, you cannot trap me under my past mistakes. I am free from guilt, from shame, from every bondages in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Jesus died so that your sins can be washed away. He died so that you can have forgiveness of sin. Your past mistake cannot tie you down. God is able to wash you clean. It does not matter. The failure you have experienced, your potential will see you through. In the name of Jesus. Devil, you can't tie me down with condemnation. I am marching forward under the forgiveness of Jesus. I am happy because my forgiveness is permanent. My forgiveness is real. In the, go ahead and say it. Anyone that knows that God has forgiven him will be happy. Anyone that feels that God has not forgiven him will be sad. Devil will haunt you with your past mistake. That is the only joker he has. Sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law. You are under grace. Under grace, you enjoy divine forgiveness. I enjoy divine forgiveness. In the mighty name of Jesus, I enjoy divine forgiveness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Everybody, open your eyes and listen to me. Some years back, I don't remember whether my father will remember this. Shegun was with her mother. And say, what is the difference between Christianity and Islam? Do you remember? What is the major benefit that he's going to get if he gives his life to Christ? And I said, complete, 100% forgiveness of sins. No more the law of karma. I'm under international radio now. They are all listening to me all over the world. All my children in Ubumashaw, in Abuja, in Lagos, in UK, they are listening right now that I'm preaching. I said, it is not about religion. It is about complete forgiveness of your past mistake. I said, tell your daddy 
that that's what I said. That's what God gives. You can never know true Christianity until you have enjoyed complete forgiveness of sin. People that are hurt and are bitter, they hurt other people. They are hurt people. They are judgmental people. They are critics. People that know that they are unworthy before God forgives them. They are Libra people. They are Libra people. You can never see anyone that is called of God. They are know that is not worthy to do God's work except by divine forgiveness. That will not be Libra and gentle on people. Because Jesus will not see you with your sin. He will always see you with your potentials. What you can be. He knows that you are limited under human weaknesses. But he knows that when he comes into your life, he can unleash your potential to greatness. There is none of us that cannot be used by God and be great in life. One way or the other. And the only thing that allows you to be free and enjoy healing is complete forgiveness of your sin. You receive it from the Lord and forgive yourself of your past. No matter what the devil say you have done. If somebody that killed human being is preaching, why are you still feeling unworthy? Why are you feeling unworthy? Why are you feeling unworthy? And do you know that in the church at times is a reminder of our sin instead of a reminder of our forgiveness in Christ. You look at me. Remember my past mistake. But when Jesus looked at Peter, he said, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, I love you. He said, do you love me? He said, you know all things. You know my heart, I love you. He said, Peter, do you love me? He said, you know I love you. He said, take care of my sheep. He handed over the church to a man that did not betray him how many days ago. Jesus handed over the church. That's to tell you that Jesus looked into the potentials of men. Don't allow your past mistake to tie you down. You can be free from guilt. You can be free. I have not sinned against any man but against God. And the same God that you sin against said he's going to forgive you. Move on and enjoy free forgiveness. Some people will be so bad that they will commit suicide. People like Judas Iscariot. Like Judas Iscariot. You never know that he was even fulfilling divine mandates. He felt bad and he killed himself. Oh, you have looked at yourself in the mirror several times. You are not worthy. Oh, you are not fine. You are not who you be. You are a deceit. The devil is accusing you, stoning you here and there. Tell the devil, I may be unworthy, but Jesus is worthy. I may be a sinner, but Jesus is a saint. For his sake, I became righteous. Because he made him sin. Who need no sin? So that I become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We always feel that God called the worthy. No, God does not call the worthy. God called the unworthy to make them worthy. The less qualified you are, the more grateful you are. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and everyone that enjoys supernatural hand of God, they have enjoyed forgiveness one way or the other. From God. And when they remember, they say, ah, how can God do this thing for me? Everyone that is tied down, I lose you today in Jesus' name. From 18 years of bondage, I lose you today. Wherever you are failed, receive strength in Jesus' name. Receive supernatural forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, so that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sin. 
I say to you, rise up and walk. After he has forgiven him, wherever you are tied down, I say, rise up and walk now in Jesus' name. Raise your hand to the throne of grace. Say, Father, I come boldly to the throne of grace. I receive grace to live a free life, free from guilt, free from offense, free from bitterness, free from wrath, free from self-condemnation, all because of Jesus, all because of Jesus, all because of Jesus. I'll be living worthy of my calling. I'll be enjoying the blessing of the righteous in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive complete forgiveness of my sin and I'm going to love God all the days of my life in Jesus mighty name we have prayer you have done so much for me I cannot tell it all ah you have done so much for me. I cannot say more. Hey. If I have ten thousand times, oh yes, it still won't be enough. so much for me. Lord, I'm happy for my life. I'm happy for the forgiveness of my sin. I'm happy for the deliverance you have given me. I'm happy for the victory you have shown me. I'm happy for everything you have done for me. Lord, I am sincerely grateful, 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 grateful. Let's thank him in this service. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Enjoy restoration. Enjoy peace. Enjoy provision. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord fill your mouth with laughter. May you sing a new song. May the Lord give you a dance of joy. This week, I declare shall be your week of celebration. In the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Oh
Yeah.